Ladies and gentlemen, hello. You're in for a treat today as we dive into the world of biblical parenting with the Walk Family Podcast. But before we get started, let me introduce the dynamic duo who makes this podcast possible. Also dynamic, music. Did you know that Tony and Laura Smith had three music classes each year of high school together? 12 classes all throughout high school, and they met in the first grade. They've known each other for a long time. Tony and Laura Smith are two incredible parents who are here to guide us with their wisdom, humor, and a whole lot of heart. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Walk Family Podcast at thewalkfm.com, where you can find some great resources, testimonials, and stories. We encourage and guide parents of all walks of life to find purpose in parenting by taking footsteps of faith in their walk with Jesus. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our Growing Godly series. Laura and I are here to... Growing Godly Kids. I mean, we're growing godly, too, but we're growing godly kids. Yep, growing godly kids. <laughs> Um, growing godly kids series uh yes it's been a day it has been a day you know those days when you need a vacation from your kids (laughs) we're having one of those and maybe from your husband too (laughs) yeah it is it is just one (laughs) yeah so growing godly kids series and uh today yeah we're gonna talk we're, we're gonna tackle the topic of envy and stealing and, oh, this could not have arrived at such a perfect time. Honestly, just... this topic, when Tony sent me the outline to work on this week, it was like, oh, man, do we have to do this this week? We have one little buddy in our family that has sticky fingers, is what we'll call them. And so it's just really been a challenge um, just to navigate what we do to help her work through that and work through the root of why she's taking things. Um, but yeah, today, it, oh, go ahead, honey. Oh, I just, yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where you kind of see yourself in the mirror of your child because I struggled with envy and stealing when I was younger. And now I'm seeing my child do the exact same thing. And yeah. So, In today's episode, we're going to look at the root cause of stealing and envy and talk about some situations to help you work through how to handle it. And we're also going to remind you of the number one way to combat sin in your child's life. So if you are ready, let's dive in. We're going to dive in. And Laura has a wonderful, wonderful verse from Mark chapter 7, verses 20 through 22. This was Jesus speaking, it says, and then he added, it's what comes from inside you that defiles you. For from within, out of a person's heart, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. So there's a couple things in there that um, we're going to touch on in today's episode. What's fascinating about this list is that it has both envy and theft, or also stealing, and it's almost as though um, they they kind of go hand in hand, right? Envy is the heart issue, and then theft typically becomes the action of 
that heart issue. It's kind of a cause and effect. You have envy in your heart, therefore you are tempted to steal. And for young kids, they don't understand the, the barrier. They don't understand that that theft or stealing is wrong. Um, they, they don't even hardly understand that envy is wrong. They just see something that they like and they want it. And if not taught, they just take it. Yeah, the hard thing is that this is not a one-and-done situation. Maybe sometimes it is. I think when our oldest daughter took something, I feel like it was a one-and-done. Like we returned Mm -hmm. the item, she had to apologize, and that was the end of it. But one of our other kids has really struggled with taking things from other people and other places. And it's definitely been challenging to navigate the envy that's in her heart and the lack of maybe lack of gratefulness for the things she already has. Yeah. And kind of a a cheesy example, but very real. So we're watching Breaking Bad, but we're going through the series. And one of the characters, Marie, is a serial character killer or gosh not killer. <laughs> a serial stealer serial theft I don't even know what you call it but she has a problem with stealing and as an adult like there that's major consequences and so seeing our five-year-old like over and over and over like s- struggle with stealing and theft and envy it's it's kind of scary to see I mean, there's a lot of forgiveness and there's a lot of grace, and we have to understand that she's only five, but if we just let this issue take root, it can become really, really bad when she is a teenager or becoming an adult. So it's really important to deal with the heart of the theft issue, which is envy and sin in your child's heart. It's necessary to deal with it when they're a child, even though it's uncomfortable. And sometimes it can be really awkward to help them return an item. It can be an uncomfortable situation, even as a parent, when you didn't do a thing. But it's important to do that and help your kid work through how to make things right. But uh, something I was thinking about, does envy always lead to stealing in kids? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think it's a lot easier for the cause and effect to take place in kids just because they are so young. Like their minds haven't developed, their hearts haven't developed, even like in a spiritual sense where kids see something that they like and they just, they want to pursue it. They want to get it and they don't necessarily see something wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Whereas adults, like we have a better filter, right? We've been taught or we've learned from consequences that yeah, we want this, but we can't just take it. We can't just go and steal it. The crazy thing is that even in children, they know stealing is wrong. And the only reason I say that is because the couple times that I've observed our kids stealing things, they hide the item. And it's like they know, okay, I shouldn't have this, so if mom and dad find it, there's going to be a consequence And so I think that maybe it goes along with the moral law that's in all of humans, that there's a right and there's a wrong, and every human has this code, and taking other people's stuff is in this code. You don't want people to take your stuff. You don't take their stuff. But that impulse, they can't, kids can't 
always control the impulse inside of themselves. So it's our job as parents to teach them to stop. Yeah, and a, a real good question to ask yourself is, you know, how do you handle a situation when you've realized that your kid stole something from a friend at school, from a friend at church? Like, that also impacts the relationship as an adult with that child's mom or dad or guardian. Like, it's there. there is a level of, it doesn't just impact the kid themselves, but it can also have an impact on the family dynamic, but going both ways, right? It affects you as a mom and dad, but it also affects mom and dad from the child that was stolen from. Right. Yeah. It's easy to, I don't know how to describe it except feel funny. <laughs> when somebody takes something of yours, you're, you feel like you've been violated, even if it was your child's stuff, but it doesn't mean it has to change the relationship, but it definitely is an uncomfortable feeling on both sides whether something was taken from you or whether one of your kids took something. Either way, it's uncomfortable. I think the most important thing in that situation is to make it right. You need to teach your kid, A, it's wrong. We don't take other people's stuff. B, we're going to return it or you're going to pay for it. And then C, you need to ask for forgiveness. You need to, you need to restore that relationship that you broke. All without anger, too. Right. Right. There, there's a level of not just with envy and not just with stealing, but when your child does something wrong, you need to discipline them, not out of anger. Because the temptation for mom and dad is blow up, like get really angry because you have a short fuse. And it's like, I can't believe that your child would do this, that they're better than this, blah, 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 blah. You fill in the blank and then you get upset at them. Like that doesn't that doesn't solve the situation, right? At the very least, it's okay. They're not going to steal based off of pure fear, and that's going to cause relationship issues between you and your kid further down the road. But yeah, you do. There has to be a forgiveness aspect. There has to be a return and like a, almost a conflict resolution, right, or a confrontation. I think one of the the craziest thing, <laughs> the craziest examples. This happened. It must have been in the spring, but. Our five-year-old stole, you know, what was it from the our pastor's kid? Oh, it was this little sparkly sticker thing. Yeah, it was a little, it wasn't anything major. It was a sparkly sticker, but it was from the daughters of our pastor. And, you know, you think about that, like, just from a superficial level, like, oh, my goodness, like, she stole something from our pastor's house. Like, how is that going to go down? <laughs> It was uncomfortable returning it, but you know what? It was okay, really. Their little girl, after she returned it and apologized, gave her a hug and said, oh, I wondered where that went. And then on they went, just like, no big deal. I kind of wish there would have been a, a bigger deal than maybe it wouldn't have happened again. But um, yeah, it was, it was probably just more uncomfortable knowing that we had to go and return and apologize for taking something than than the whole thing was itself yeah yeah there's just there's a level of teaching integrity with it but it does as a as a parent it, it makes you feel strange mm -hmm. and yeah. awkward we just want to discuss some practical ways to incorporate these principles into parenting we want to give you ways to teach your kids about what the bible says about stealing and envy so 
the verse we talked about earlier, stealing and theft, those things come from sin in the heart. So one thing that you can do is just talk to your kids about sin, about what God says about sin, what God thinks about sin, and just hit that right on right on the head and have your kids talk to talk to God about their sin too. Yeah, a lot of times, especially when you have young kids like that, you know, five, four, six, they don't understand what sin is. Sin, I mean, that's difficult to understand as a teenager, even sometimes as an adult. Like, we, we often think sin is something wrong. Well, by definition, that's actually not right. It's a separation from, it's missing the mark. It's a separation from God. That is what separates us from holiness, from purity. So, by default, yeah, it's things that are wrong, but being specific about it, it's not necessarily just wrongdoing. It's something that God, that separates you from God and his holiness. And so, like, I don't know if that would make it more concrete, but that's just another way that you can talk about it. And what's what's really interesting about envy is that since it is such a cause and effect between what you feel in your heart, what you desire, and then an action of stealing, like the action makes it concrete for kids to understand. Oh, it is wrong to take something from somebody else that does not belong to you. It's very it's very physical. It's very visual. It's, it's there. Kids could understand that. Versus envy, just talking about the desire, kids aren't going to grasp onto that as well. Right. That might be a little too complex for kids. But you could you could turn that around because envy would be the opposite of gratefulness. So you could talk about being grateful for what they have, and they would understand gratefulness or thankfulness. Yeah, when we think about gratitude as well, right? When we, as adults, I mean, we're filled. Well, I'm not going to speak for all of you that are listening, but I'm going to speak for myself. Like I'm filled with envy when I see nice things and I want them. It's like, I know that it's wrong to steal them. I'm not going to go steal them, but sometimes I turn them into an idol where I'm going to save up for this one thing or I'm going to work really, really hard for this one thing and it becomes this consuming desire. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm not grateful for the things that I already have or that I'm experiencing. And I read, a, I stumbled upon an article from the Gospel Coalition. It's really, really good. I'm going to share this article's link in the description below so that you guys can read it. But one of the quotes in it says, attainment never satisfies the insatiable desires of an envious heart. And I thought that was fascinating because it applies not just to kids, but to adults too, that when you envy something and you get it, that doesn't satisfy that envy. It's always going to be a longing for more. And that can even turn into greed Right. So when we think about kids, right, if you are simply seeing your kids steal something because they want it, and let's say you go through the motions and, you know, you return it, you ask for forgiveness, but then later on down the road, you know, a couple of days later, you get them that specific thing, like from the store or whatever, right? Just because you gave it to them, that's not going to satisfy their desire of, it's not going to fix the envy problem. Right. There will always be something that takes its place. Something that I was just thinking about in Matthew, um, just a reminder of how serious God takes our sin. 
Um, in Matthew 18, verse 8, it says, If your hand or foot causes you to sin, I'm thinking if your hand is taking something it's not supposed to, if it causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or feet and be thrown into inter- thrown into eternal fire. Now, it's not seriously saying cut off your hand, but it's saying this is how serious it is that if if something is causing you to sin, you need to remove that from your life because sin separates us from God. And so we want to teach our kids about the seriousness of sin, even from childhood. Mm-hmm. And that follows up, right, with what to do next. You address the sin issue with your kid. And then there has to be an embrace of forgiveness, right? That's what God does with us. We sin every day, but our sin is paid for by the blood of Christ on the cross. And so our relationship with God is restored through that. And we have to understand that our kids are not going to get this. They're not going to fix their sin issue, whatever it is. In this case, if it's envy and and stealing, it's not going to fix itself, let alone you try to fix it once or twice or 50 times, right? We're dealing with the same thing with our daughter, and it's like we're going through this process over and over and over and over again, and yet, you know, every, it seems like every month or so, it just, you know, there's another thing that pops up that she's taken, and it could be, you know, something from her sister, it could be from a friend at school, it could be from a friend at church, it could be a wide range of people, it could be from us, but there has to be a level of embrace and forgiveness. Right. Also, I I don't want to I don't want to make like this dealing is wrong and there should probably be a consequence with it. Like uh, in all of all of this um we don't want to make light that kids need not always, but a lot of times need a consequence to help them learn from their mistakes, even if the consequence is different or looks different for each kid. But um, back to the concept of forgiveness, if we are teaching our kids the power of forgiveness, that they in turn can give that forgiveness to other people too. Yep, absolutely. And it's so consequences are so tricky because every family is different and consequences change as kids change, right? Mm-hmm. The consequences of an 18-year-old stealing something and a 5-year-old stealing something are very, very different in the eyes of society and probably in the eyes of the person themselves, Mm -hmm. right? Shoplifting, as an adult, you're probably going to have some jail time and there's going to be significant consequences versus a 5-year-old shoplifting because they just wanted a piece of candy, right? Both adults could, or sorry, both people probably wanted a piece of candy. They saw something and they just took it, and both people got caught. The consequences are drastically different, right. but there does need to be a consequence. Yeah. Uh, the last thing, we want you to help your child restore what has been broken, and this goes along with forgiveness. Um, it's important to have them apologize and return the item they stole. Um, you could have them make an apology note write a little letter or um, draw a pic- an apology picture. And then 
if they took something that cannot be returned, say it was a piece of candy or chocolate or something like that, you could have them use their own money if they have an allowance or something similar to that. You could have them use their own allowance to pay for the item, and that might help them take some responsibility for it. So uh, moving into real life with the Smiths, and we've talked about this quite a bit in the episode, but one of our sweet peas has sticky fingers. Yes, she does. And I had mentioned, like, I see myself in it because I struggled with envy. I still struggle with envy, but I really struggled with stealing when I was younger. Even all the way up to really like middle school, um, I remember stealing my friend's Legos because I thought he had he had like two hundred Lego people. I'm like, ah, he's not gonna miss like sixteen, and I I took them, and sure enough, like he knew not just that they were sixteen, but he knew exactly what ones that they were, like down to the descriptive, like down to the design. I didn't even know what the design was. I just saw them and I took them, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, that that led to a massive like investigation on like all the parents that were involved and then I confessed and they, you know, came and picked up the Lego people and sure enough I that friendship ended. <laughs> I I took some candy. I took chocolate from a chocolate store when I was little. Um and to be honest, I don't remember it at all. Um I remember going back with my mom to apologize. That's it. Just bits and pieces of it. But I remember my mom telling me about what happened as I got older. But I think I was pretty young when I did that. Yeah. And with our five-year-old, like she is, she's truly like such a sweet pea. Oh, yeah. But um, so one of the recent experiences that we had, this was last week. So she's very young and uh, we ended up bumping her down from kindergarten to young fives. It was her first day in this new class. It was, yeah, it was her very <laughs> first day. And, you know, she was a little excited, a little apprehensive. We were apprehensive, but we were excited, hoping that she's going to have a great first day, make some new friends, just interact with people. And it was like, you you picked her up from school, and it sounds like it was a great day. And then... We went to the library to get... Um, we do Friday family movie night and we go to the library most Fridays and the girls can each pick out a, a movie that we can watch for Friday. Well, we have to pick one for the movie night. But um, yeah, so we'd picked up a movie and then I heard something in her pocket and I said, what's in your pocket? And sure enough, she had these little gems in there that she took from her classroom. So we had to drive back to her school and return them and it was a really awful end to the day. And were the gems the teachers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just like as a parent, like you just feel, I remember I felt defeated. Yeah. Because like, it feels like it just keeps happening mm-hmm. over and over. But you know, the biggest thing and this, we alluded to this at the beginning of the episode, but the biggest thing that you can do to help your child is to pray for them, to pray for their heart, that God would move in their heart and that they would draw near to him. Because when they draw near to him, he'll reveal those things to them. You know, he'll reveal that that this is wrong. And when the Holy Spirit can work in their lives, then, then that's what changes someone. It's not mom and dad giving consequences and um, 
talking it out. No, it's it's God working in, in your child's life. And that's something that, that we have to do as parents, right? We have to give them up to God. You know, this might be an ongoing struggle for the rest of their lives. We don't know. Uh, the best that we can do is give them up to God and pray for them, but also teach them not just the difference between right and wrong, but when you do an offense like this, like stealing, how to resolve it, how to fix it, how to restore that relationship that was broken. So in today's episode, we talked a little bit about envy and stealing and how envy is at the root of stealing. And we gave you some tips on how to work through that and how to navigate after your child has stolen something. And we just hope that you would take heart and that you wouldn't be discouraged, but that you would take it to the Lord because he's the one that can help you work through those things. And also, we hope that you feel like you're not alone because you're not alone. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you all so much for tuning in to The Walk Family Podcast at thewalkfm.com, where you can find some great resources, testimonials, and stories of parents all over. We encourage and guide parents of all walks of life to find purpose in parenting by taking footsteps of faith in their walk with Jesus. If you enjoyed the show and want more, feel free to subscribe to automatically receive more content every Tuesday. You can connect with Laura and I at thewalkpodcastministries at gmail.com or on Twitter from the link in the description below.